Welcome to the Heavy Breathing Podcast presented by House Wine. I'm your host, Brandon Lewis, and I'm joined today by Ricky Medeiros and Catherine Walker, my co-host uh, for this season. Um, everyone's in the BLU Media Studio and has been an athlete at the college level. Um, we're going to start with Catherine. Go ahead, tell us uh, where you're from and your story and how you really how you got to Chapman. Okay, um, so I'm from Simi Valley, and I went to school in Mission Hills, which is like 20 minutes away, at Bishop Alamany. And I played volleyball there for four years. And, well, mostly, like, for recruiting for, like, college volleyball, it's through club. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know so many people who, like, played high school volleyball, but they, like, wait, sorry. they Their, like Their main thing was, was yeah, well, club. Yeah, well, I messed it up. They only played club and, like, never played high school. And they, yeah. like, got recruited to, like, D1 schools and really? stuff because, like, they come to club tournaments because it's more, like, that's how a lot of baseball and, and softball is. Yeah, too. because if, like, college coaches go to a tournament, they can see so many more people versus, like, going to a high school for a game where it's just, like, two teams playing against yeah. each other. So if they go to ASC and there's, like, 100 courts with, like, literally 200 or, like, wait, that's wrong, more than 200 teams. Um, yeah. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Just about your journey. Okay, so, that. yeah, my junior year of high school, I tore my ACL, so I didn't, like, play that year Mm -hmm. which was like it kind of like put me behind because like junior year is like the main recruiting year yeah so like I was talking to some coaches but then like I got hurt and I was like I can't play club this year and they were just kind of like okay bye yeah (laughs) like I didn't have yeah I didn't have like any offers or anything so I was like okay so I guess I should actually start like looking at schools because at first I was like I want to go d1 like I don't care like I'll go anywhere as long as it's d1 like I'm not playing anything less and then I got hurt and I was like hmm Education, I guess. Yeah. So oh, then I something else. yeah. So then I started realizing I was like, oh, like, what? Well, I like started looking more into colleges and like private schools, and I just kind of applied to Chapman. I really like had no idea what it was. Just like my assistant club coach like went to Chapman, and he knew Mary, like our coach, because he was on the club team, and he was like, oh, you should play to Chapman. Like the coach is really nice, and like mm-hmm. you want to go to private school. And I was like, I guess. But then he was like, well, it's D three. And I was like, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll apply and, like, see what happens. And, like, I was also hurt, so I was like, maybe D3 is, like, a better option at this yeah. point. Because I was, like, really weak after surgery. And I was like, mm, yeah, I'm not going D1. Mm-hmm. And also, like, all the offers are, like, pretty much closed for that. So I applied to Chapman. Like, I hadn't even, like, been to campus or anything. No tours. And I was just like, I guess I'll apply to private school. And then I got in. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I should, like, email Mary and, like, go actually see the school. So I emailed her, and she was like, yeah, like, just come take a tour. And, like, I met her, and she was, like, pretty much explaining that she had, like, offered two other people a spot on the team. Yeah. But they were deciding between Chapman and, like, another school. So she was like, if one of them doesn't come to Chapman, like, you can have the spot on the team. And I was like, okay, well, I guess, like, I'm already coming here. Yeah. So if I could be on the team, that'll be cool. And then she emailed me, like, two weeks later, and she was like, well, one of them dropped out, so you're in. in. And I was like, (laughs) okay, cool. Like, this is so easy. But also, like, kind of nerve-wracking because I was like, well, like, if they both choose to play here, then, like, I can't be there. And also just kind of felt like, well, does she actually want me to be here? Anyways, Catherine, so you told us, you know, a little bit about yourself and your story and how you got Chapman. Uh, Ricky, go ahead, tell me about yourself, you know, how you got here. Well, um, I'm originally from Redmond, Washington. So uh, Chapman was a little bit farther away from home for me. A lot of the time in high school, a lot, uh, your, co- your high school coaches help you out in terms of getting in contact with schools. And um, at my high school in particular, we had a lot of Division One schools coming to look at guys on our team. 
and unfortunately I was not one of those Division One guys. <laughs> so a lot of the um, recruiting process was just me and my dad uh, working together and finding schools of where I wanted to be for school and I wanted to stay on the West Coast and preferably I wanted to be somewhere with a little bit better weather than Washington because the, the rain yeah the rain and everything was really sad. But um, so I, I applied to all the schools in the Northwest Conference and I applied to a handful of the Skyac schools and was talking to all the Skyac schools and ultimately ended up applying to like 12 different schools. Jesus. Whoa. But um, I played my senior year and uh, after senior year was over is really when the Division Three coaches for football can start talking yeah. to players. So I used to get visits up at my school from schools like Lewis and Clark and George Fox and Linfield and like all those Northwest Conference schools and they'd come up and visit me and they'd encourage me to go on visits so I went on a handful of visits I went to Lewis and Clark I went to George Fox I went to Linfield I went to Willamette I went to Whittier I went to Redlands Wait, I have a question. Yes. Do you have to wait till after your season's over to like contact Yeah, you? so the the rules are different now. But when I was a senior, the um, the contact period, yeah, in 2016, the contact period for Division Three, following their the athlete's final season. So they just kind of like secretly like watched you throughout that. Like, did you have to contact them? Like, hey, like before season starts, like I just want well, to like keep they, I'm me sure on your radar. Keep in contact, but they can't like. Oh, they can't. They can't initiate any conversation. Yeah. Oh, so like during so, the season, you can be like here's my highlight reel or like come yeah. to a game and then they just can't respond but they can come. Yeah, so throughout okay. my senior season I was like, I was updating my highlights periodically and like I would send that out to like all the coaches that I was talking to and be like, hey, like I'm interested in coming to your school mm -hmm. and here are my highlights, like what do you guys think? And I used to get like letters and stuff throughout the year from these schools being like, yeah, like we're interested, we like what you can uh, bring to the table. And that's really what started the contact with all of these coaches. Do you remember like your first impressions? Yeah. So when I came to Chapman, I thought it was a beautiful campus. I liked how compact and small it was because I came from a small high school. And it, when I was on campus, I felt like I had a very like similar vibe to what I had in high school. Mm -hmm. um, even though it's turned out to be very different. But I, I kind of liked the, the feel when I got on campus. And when I met with Coach Owens on campus, I think it really helped me solidify my interest in Chapman because um, Coach O really takes the time to get to know all the players that he uh, recruits mm -hmm. and get to know them beyond a football level, beyond the X's and O's, and beyond putting them into his scheme. And really finding out wh where do you want to be in five years and like what do you want to do as a man and like where like what are your goals and aspirations in life and that was something that was really interesting to me and really <coughs> to me throughout the entire recruiting process so yeah um, so you know my story is a little different uh, we all end up in the same place here D3 uh, volleyball, uh, me and Ricky are in football. My story is a little different where I was at not a great high school where as like the football team goes, we were three and eight my senior year. Um, at me, I was same height, but 200 pounds as a center. Nobody wanted, you know, nobody wanted that. So I went to uh, community college. 200 pounds. 200 pounds, dude. 200 pounds. Two <laughs> and I was still like weirdly fat. It was like, I don't know, man. It was, 
There was no muscle, but just like weird Fluff. tits. Yeah, it was weird tits. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no. Was that the Hawaii Brandon? Yeah, the, yeah, it was just like a skinny, fat, weird, gamble body. Ew! Oh my god! Like, <laughs> but yeah, so I went to community college, and I went to go see if I could uh, walk on to Riverside City College. Um, but I was a little late with the admission process and everything like that, so I didn't. I didn't go, and when by the time I reached out, it was already summer balls started. So they were just like, "Yeah, I mean, you can always come back next year." So I just figured out, you know, I'll just go to school for now, do all that. I'll, I'll come back next year, but then life happens. You get a job, start working. Like I, you know, I'm an adult now. I got to figure out that stuff. Three years later, I uh, was looking for schools to transfer to. Really wanted to go to a school that had football, but not to play, just because I wanted to be a part of. You know, like culture again, something fun, everything like that. Um, I stumbled upon uh, Humboldt State University, and you know that was like the last school I applied for, just because it was an easier, like, admission rate. I was like, that's kind of my backup school. They accepted me right like a month after I did. I was like, oh shit! And I saw that they had a football team. I got a little beefier then. I was a probably like, <laughs> I was like, two, I was like two forty at that time. I was like, okay, I can maybe. You know, this play. It's D2. So I like Google the program, Google everything like that. You know, saw they're a really good program. Um, contacted the head coach. So I called him and I was like, hey, I'm a 6'2, 240 pound offensive lineman. I'm able to walk on. Uh, he, he directed me to Corey White, who was the um, offensive line coach. I sent him my film from high school. And since I was already in, you know, they just let me walk on. After that, I did one semester at Humboldt because throughout that whole time, they were threatening to close down the program even though we were 17th in the nation. <laughs> eight and two, um, you know, had a few guys going to the league um, from a D2. Uh, they were threatening to shut the program due to, you know, cost of school. So after the season, I was looking for other schools. Corey, Corey Coach White, advised me to go look at some Skyx schools to you know to transfer into because he didn't think I can get into a D2 with no playing time, no real like anything like that. No good film, I only had practice film. So I started looking at Skyx schools, I kind of narrowed it down. Chapman, just because it was close. I'm from Orange County, from Irvine, and then Kowloon, just because I was like, oh, LA's sick, you know? <laughs> like, that, sound, that sounds sick. <laughs> so I went down Thanksgiving break. I met up with uh, Coach Ashton. He was the first one to give him my tour because uh, him and Co uh, Coach White went to Humboldt as well. Um, coach White used to coach at Chapman, And right? used to coach yeah. at Chapman, too. <laughs> so, you know, they still have that connection. You know, saw the campus. Like I said, beautiful. Like Ricky said, beautiful campus. Everything like that. Um, I pretty much immediately fell in love. And I went back to Humboldt to finish up that spring or that fall semester. They said they were keeping the program, but I was just like, you know what? This school's way better. Yeah. Education-wise. And, you know, I think just football, I think it'll be a better fit for me. So I just bit the bullet, called Ash, and I was like, oh, I'm coming through. And we're here and now. And here you are. 6 and 0. Here we are. 6 and 0. Number, oh number 16. Number 16 in the country. In the 6 and 0. Now we're going to kind of get into what we've learned through our recruiting processes. Um, I've been through, you know, three different levels. Ricky's been through, you know, a number of different D3 schools. Uh, on his recruiting visits, and you know, s same thing with Catherine. But Ricky, go ahead, start us off. The most important piece of advice that I could give to a respective athlete is that um, if you want to play at a Division Three level, 
you, you really need to take initiative of your own recruiting. And this is this is true across all levels, but especially in Division three, because if you send if you're sending your film to a coach, more oftentimes than not, the coach will say like, "Yeah, we we would love to have you, and we'd love to see um, you come out." Because most Division three teams don't cut, so like Chapman, we carry about eighty something ninety on our roster, yeah. and we don't cut anyone. But at bigger schools that have more people come in and play for their program like Linfield they they still carry like 150 guys on their roster but they split them up into two teams like a varsity and a JV team Jeez. going back a little bit but it, it is really important to put yourself out there because you're you're only able to sell what you believe in so if you believe in yourself and you believe you can play at a at a high level and you believe you can play at the next level, you need to invest the time into it. You need to put the effort towards reaching that Definitely. level. One thing I just, I see a lot of, I mean, maybe not at this level, but I, you know, pretty much, you can see it at every level that don't buy into the hype is you, you want, you don't want to find a school that has, you know, you don't want the best gear. That's, that's not what you're looking for, you know. Uh, you want a school that you're able to invest in your education. Um, able to invest in in your future, you know, because it, it's not, you know, most of us aren't going to be playing at the next level. Most of us. Most of us, <laughs> except for oh. me. Oh, except for you. Go Fleet. Fleet's <laughs> dead. Hey, XFL coming up. XFL off. baby. Draft twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, don't don't just go to a school because it you know, it seems cool at the moment. Really think about your future. Really think about uh, the coaches, because at some schools, coaches you're ju you're just a player to them. They don't care about if anything about you. Um, at Humble, it was kind of crazy. So this one kid came up. Uh, he was a transfer from Fullerton. Uh, I was actually gonna be living with him. He came up second week of camp. I think tore something, tore his ACL or something. Oh. Cut. They cut his scholarship immediately. Oh. They sent him back home. So just make sure you you find a program that's gonna care for you about your future, about you know you as a person, right? Yeah, and I kind of want to backtrack and piggyback off uh -huh. another idea that you were talking about, and I'm trying to remember what it is now. <laughs> it was, um... Like, you buy into the culture, right? Like, yeah. buy into the culture, not the hype, not, don't buy into, you know, they have fancy uniforms, fan, whatever, like, you know, it's not like they're... I think at the D3 level you play just because you actually want to play. That's, that's it's true. Not, it's just because you have the heart for the sport, not like yeah. you're some superstar who like, I can go pro or I'm going to the Olympics or some something like that. Like, yeah. you actually play because like you enjoy the game and like you don't care about the fact that you're not going to be pro. Like, you just like being on a team, like yeah, that's, supporting that's your the... teammates and like actually playing for fun. Yeah, that's the greatest thing I think about D3 is that everyone who's playing wants to be here. For, I mean, for the most part. Everyone who's playing loves yeah. the sport. Um, there's just a real passion for the game. It's not about, oh, I'm going to be making millions yeah. of dollars after this. It's about, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to you know do my job. Yeah. We're getting to work because I love I the mean, sport. We don't even get scholarships. Yeah. So at, this point, <laughs> at this point, you're just playing for fun. Yeah. I mean, but I like feel like when I say like play for fun like people take it so lightly because like it's still competitive yeah but like when I say play for fun I mean like you're not really getting like physical like benefits from it yeah, you know yeah what I mean? definitely yeah the NCAA does not allow us to receive any sort of benefit <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna make it not clear to you. We have received no benefits from the The NCAA has not helped us. I'm actually in a lot of debt. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Chapman. you, NCAA. And Chapman. Um. I feel like that's also true about Chapman, how you were saying, like, with the coaches, like, caring about the players and, like, actually caring about you as a person. No, that, that's I feel a like that really transfers over to, like, the professors as well. Like, you're not just some, like, number on their roster sheet. Like, most of my professors, like, like I don't know about you guys, but the people in my class, like, we all just, like, sit in the same spots every day, like, unassigned, assigned seats. When our professors will take attendance in class, they'll actually, like, when they say your name on the roll sheet, they'll, like, look up to, like, where you're sitting because they just, like, know everyone. And, like, a lot of them know about, like, if you're on a sports team or a club or a sorority. Yeah. Like, one of my prof professors, like, every day she'll always ask, like, is there any news for the week? And, like, gives the students a chance to, like, raise their hand and be like, like, I'll be like, oh, like, there's a volleyball game on Friday. Like, everyone should come. And then, yeah. like, other people will, like, say their events. And, like, mm -hmm. it's just cool how, like, you're able to be, like, in a college classroom, but it still feels so, like, small and, like... Yeah, close. You know? Yeah, I know, I know, definitely. And I've had that where those teachers are like super involved and everything, but I've also had the flip side too where they yeah. really don't like. See, I've never experienced that. Yeah, where they don't give a fuck about like if you're in a sport or not. Cause like, you know, you think like, oh, I'm an athlete, you know, I can, I, I should get some benefits, you know, and they're just like, no. Like, I don't care that you're Was an that athlete. a humble? No, that was or here. that's here, yeah. Oh, that's is that your No, but yeah, just, you know, this one, which is fine because it's academics, you know, I get that. Um, but like sometimes you come up with the expectation of, you know, I'm gonna get a little treated better. Yeah, I feel like that's a, you know? not to be like stereotypical, but like more of a D1 thing. Yeah, I, I mean, at Humble, it was like. Because also at Chapman, I feel like it's not a very like sports driven no, school it's not. just because it's not. of D3, so you're not gonna walk in and be like, yeah. ooh, like he plays football, yeah, oh my yeah. god, like no, you know definitely. what I mean? Definitely. It's more like, ooh, like he's in Fiji, like, eh, like about like Frazz <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> No, yeah, that's a thousand percent. Because like at Humboldt, we could get away with kind of being dumbasses. Yeah. There was just a lot of people, like, oh, who, yeah, who wouldn't go to class, who yeah. you know, who wouldn't do well in school. Yeah. But because they were just here. Because also for the football. coaches here like hold you accountable yeah. for going to class. A thousand percent. Like my coach Mary, like this past week, she gave us like grade check papers, and we had to like go to our professors and be like put our grades on and be like, can you sign this? Like saying I come to class and like, this is my grade. And she like collects it from all of us. So like, she knows we're like going to class and like we're doing well and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something special about Chapman specifically, because you're not going to get that at a, every school across this level either. Like Chapman f for me has been, I feel like a great fit and I've been very happy with it, but also like I have teammates that push me to do better academically, which you're not going to find in a lot of programs. Like we have, like on our football team, Coach O says it all the time that we have some of the smartest guys at, in the entire university on our football team. We have guys who are going to work at NASDAQ and go work for Goldman Sachs and on Wall Street. And we have guys who are going to go be doctors. We have guys who are going to be quoting the video now. Yeah, you are quoting the video. I was like, I've heard this before. <laughs> um, Somewhere recently. But, and we have guys that are going to be CEOs of companies someday, but like, really, we, I feel like at Chapman, especially, we, we surround ourselves with people who are hungry for success, and I feel like that helps everyone out, in a sense, in terms of, like, pushing each other to always do better, and that's something that, I don't know, that's something I find great about Chapman. I'm your host, Brandon Lewis. Thank you for joining us on the Heavy Breathing Podcast. Join me, Catherine, and Ricky again next week as we uh, explore more topics in the student-athletes' lives.
Thank you.